How often do you think about the security of your home, your child's school, or your adult daughter's apartment? If you're a mom, the answer is probably frequently. Today's guest had the same worries as you until a school shooting incident hit a little too close for comfort. You know, it happened close to home in Houston here. Mm -hmm. There was an incident. And so when my youngest daughter in elementary school came home, I said, you know, tell mommy what you do in that situation. And she told me that she was supposed to run in the classroom, get against the wall, turn off the light, and, and the teacher closes and locks the door. And I said, what happens if your teacher is not there? And she didn't have an answer. And she said, I don't know, mommy. And I said, so we have a serious problem. And so my husband and I, we went into action. Today on The Balance Voice, Renya and Jen welcome Anna Rieger, an invaluable Crime Stoppers of Houston partner. Anna is the founder of Fliplock, along with her husband, John Rieger, who is the inventor. Fliplock is a safety device that started as a way to protect children in case of school shooting. Today, Fliplock goes far beyond the classroom to protect people in their homes, dorm rooms, offices, and more. Anna believes that everyone deserves to know their loved ones are safe everywhere. Let's jump into our conversation with Anna about finding and creating solutions to safety problems. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Renya and Jen. Welcome to the Balanced Voice Podcast. We are so thrilled to be here. I'm Renya Mancarios with Jennifer Holman, our co-host. How are you, Jen? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Good. We just had a new year. I know we did. I'm, holidays. I know. And we're so Tough, excited yeah. to have a special guest with us, Anna Rager. Anna, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Rania. Thank you guys so much. We were so lucky to connect last year. Yes. Well, actually, I mean, a few, yeah, well, few literally yeah. last year. <laughs> Because you are the founder of Fliplock, not only an incredible device, but you have an incredible story. So we're so happy to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. How was your new year? Fantastic. Most of the kids were home. One's still in Thailand, but the rest of them were home. In Thailand? She lives in Thailand. She's not been back. So we're living life with her coming next year, Christmas. Ooh, nice. Good. I'm not at the point yet where I can imagine having my kids live anywhere, but like... Yeah, the compound, feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like living in the Under same house. Until you the have 30. one out of the house. I do, but he's mm -hmm. seventeen, yeah, and then I have I one still at the house. Who's twenty three? <laughs> we got to. It's flipped. Flipped. Yeah. Oh, Late cool. bloomers. It's okay. It's okay. And uh, you have such a fascinating story. Okay, so you are a woman whose past is is literally unbelievable. You've truly overcome so much, and then you've used what you've overcome to create solutions for some of what I would say are some of the most complicated mm -hmm. and real-time pressing issues. So let's start with your background. Okay. You mean as far as where I came from? Yeah. Okay. Your story is unbelievable. So I was born, I have a, I'm the oldest of seven actually, um, and um, my father was legally blind and we mm -hmm. were, you know, very... Uh, low-income family and um, I left home when I was 14 I took care of special needs children in the meantime because it was my passion it was something I just grew into and later on in life I didn't go to high school at all right um, and then I later on in life I decided I wanted to go back to school my dad passed away mm -hmm. and then I, I also lost a brother and um, I decided I wanted to go back to school I really wanted to show and set an example for my family nobody had really graduated college or anything so and my dad always wanted me to later and so I went back and I got my bachelor's degree at the University of actually I went to HCC first right I wasn't sure I could go to um, I could get my GED I got my GED went to HCC and took the test I was at college level at everything except for math which I still despise to this day me too. amen <laughs> it's algebra say, just not my thing yeah. plus minus multiple yeah. Division, that's all I want to do. 
We have phones. We have yeah, phones. right. I mean, what's the deal? Okay. And so uh, I almost quit college because of algebra. And I was in anatomy and physiology one and two and pre-algebra and all. I mean, and, and um, uh, what do you call it? A lot of science classes because I was going to get about, I was going to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. And that was my real. I was mm-hmm. going to be a nurse and go back and take care of special needs children and adults. And then when I got into the University of uh, Houston, uh, after I got my associates in science there, I got a bachelor's of science at the University of Houston. And I realized that, you know, I took a, a marketing class and I just thought, wow, I really love this. And going into the nursing program was going to be hard for me because I had to support myself and I couldn't really not work and, you know, pay for school and pay for my mm-hmm. life. So I decided to go into business. So I got a minor in entrepreneurship, a bachelor of science with a minor of entrepreneurship wow. and, so, and marketing. And so that's kind of where I, you know, went into business and started, you know, noticing that I could really do well in business. And uh, that's pretty much my, well, then of course I was in several accidents and had a near death experience where they mm-hmm. read my last rights. One of the people in the car w- was actually killed and uh, it was a drunk driving situation oh. and it was, you know, someone that I trusted to be the driver and I didn't even drink it. It was my birthday, you know, it's my birthday week. And, and um, yeah, so somebody died, somebody got put in a wheelchair and I was given, you know, three days to live mm. um, and thank God I'm here. How old were you? I was Sorry. 21. So achieving safety and security has been some a theme throughout your life mm-hmm. uh, for, I mean, for a long time, right? Trying to get to that safe place. And so it makes yeah. sense why you've done what you've done. Yes, thank you. So you now um, are the founder of Fliplock. You're a huge partner for Crime Stoppers. You, if you've watched this podcast, you hear about Fliplock every single um, episode because we really believe in what you're doing. And so, talk to us about where this idea came from. I, you know, and 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 preparing for the podcast, you know, there was discussions about you creating this device to help women in abusive situations. Obviously, we're very interested in the impact it can have in schools to thwart school shootings. But where did it all come from for you? So, of course, you all know I'm a mom. I have six children, seven actually. And I'm always concerned about their safety. I'm concerned about my safety when I'm at home. I'm concerned about the daughter that doesn't live at home, that lives in an apartment and Mm -hmm. anybody can get into the apartment because they have access. And I was worried about that there. And then, you know, um, I was worried about my son in a dorm situation. The doors don't lock well, you know, so it was thinking about all the children and where they are and, oh my gosh, I'm not with them, right? How can I keep them safe? How can I bring peace of mind to myself? to them and also to other parents because I can't be the only parent that's thinking like this, right? And so, and also, you know, women, a lot of my friends, you know, I'm scared when I go to bed, I put a chair under my door, you know? And so that's when, you know, the home lock was created. Initially, it was to, you know, make sure that when we're at home, we can go to bed and I can put it in my bedroom. And I said, it has to go in the bedroom because I need to be able to lock that door when my husband's not in town. Mm. And I need my daughter to be able to lock her door while she's at home in her apartment that I don't know who has a key to. And my son, while he's in his dorm, and I don't know who's in his room, who his, the other roommates are. And, you know, then it, you know, one day, I, you know, I we were already working on it. And then all the time, you know, we hear these school shootings. We hear, but you think, okay, something, they, somebody has a solution. Somebody has a solution. And you just kind of turn a blind, you, you know, eye to it. And then, you know, it happened close to home in Houston here. Mm-hmm. There was an incident. And so when my youngest daughter in elementary school came home, I said, you know, tell mommy what you do in that situation. Mommy really needs to, I need to understand what happens in that situation. 
And she told me that she's supposed to run in the classroom, get against the wall, turn off the light, and, and the teacher closes and locks the door. And I said, what happens if your teacher is not there? And she didn't have an answer. And she said, I don't know, Mommy. And I said, how do you know for sure that your teacher locked the door? Yeah. She said, I don't, Mommy. Or and the I lock is strong enough when right. schools are so old. Right. And right. I said, oh, Mommy has a problem. So we have a serious problem. And so my husband and I, we went into action. I said, we need to make something that is simple enough for a five-year-old to use, easy to, to get to. It reminds them of the next step to do because you see it all the time now when I started looking and researching what is being done for children. I said, they, they need to know they got to call 911 next, right? So when they flip it and it drops and it locks, it says call 911 because it lets them know the next action step, which is not to pull out your phone and video or call mom and dad. We mm. can't really do anything in that situation. So you're, you're trying to create like, you know, when we were kids, stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. Um, is it stop, drop? That's right. Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah. Stop, stop drop, drop, and roll. roll. So you're trying to create that next mantra of, uh, what do you, like what, fl flip? shut, flip, and call yeah, or something. Yeah, like if your teacher's not there, you can still go into action. I don't, I want to give my children peace of mind when they're in the classroom that no matter what if their teacher leaves if their teacher's there they can actually be the other person that can go into action to lock the door because it gives them peace of mind no longer are they thinking about oh my god if somebody comes in my classroom what am i going to do what is my teacher going right. to do they go i know exactly what to do so shut the door flip it, it drops locks. that's Drop. right and so we're talking about a, a metal device that's, that's right. affixed to the inside of a door right like the inside of a classroom or right. your apartment or your bedroom or your home and it's a very easy to flip and it, once you flip it and lock it, it flips, it, it drops. No locks. one can gain entry no. to, from the outside. No, no one can. Gain and children entry. have access. So a low enough to where a child could reach it. So, yes. Yeah, so with that in mind for the schools, yes, you can put it at any height. And I recommend because of my background with the special needs community, I recommend you put it at an ADA compliant height so mm -hmm. that people in a wheelchair also have yeah, the same good. protection and can also go into action to protect themselves. It's important for everybody to be able to feel secure. So, Anna, I have to tell you a little bit. Sure. I was probably one of those five-year-olds that would pull the fire alarm mm. and set the fire alarm. I am not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so, not surprised. Bit of a risk taker. Yes. So, what happens when a child, let's say the, ch the teacher goes out and you have a Jennifer in a room and thinks it's funny and thinks it's funny and flips that lock? How does somebody re-enter? Well, for the schools, especially for the schools, we have six kids, like I said. We have six, seven, and uh, we have boys so they're very mischievous and yes we absolutely created a lock an unlocking mechanism that is for law enforcement for okay. administrators for anybody that needs to have that that lock that unlocking device we have that for them and we don't advertise it as much because it's really for the safety of the That's children good. so you don't tell what it is you just give it to them so then it's, it's already there they they everybody it. that knows that the people that need to know know got and it the mischievous jennies won't know that they're going to be in trouble yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the teacher gets in there <laughs> i'd be like change our grades now. yeah let's go <laughs> but it's so important because when you know when you study Okay, let's just focus on school shootings because obviously any parent, any human in this country has a desire to stop a school shooting. You don't right. want to hear that this is happening. But you also have to think of, you mentioned why, you know, there has to be a solution. There has to be a solution. Well, one of the problems with all these different devices, you know, they've looked at school barricades and all of these things, but you have to make sure fire departments can, can, can get in. You have to make sure law enforcement can get in. What if a shooter goes into the room and barricades the door and starts shooting everybody in the classroom? Mm -hmm. You know, that is... That is a disaster. Right. But I like that your device thought about that mm -hmm. and created a solution. Right. 
And the, the difference with our device is, you know, like I said, it's ADA compliant. There's a certain place that we recommend them stores one of the keys for the emergency personnel mm-hmm. that can be accessed by anybody. And it's important to me that every student can use it. Mm-hmm. And I created FlipLock for the school specifically with not just a locking device. Thank you to our season five sponsor FlipLock for making this episode possible. FlipLock was created as a nationwide, straightforward solution to protect your people, whether it be in universities, dorms, daycares, hospitals, or even government buildings. We're proud to have such a strong and like-minded sponsor this season. Check out FlipLock at fliplock.com. That's F-L-I-P-L-O-K.com. So a school here in Houston just took the whole system and we created a unique alert the unique alert tells the kids go into action because it's a unique alert, like a fire. Okay. If it's a fire, it's a fire. We know what to do. But the problem that I see and that I've seen uh, recently and all everywhere that I've done research is there's a different alert. There's a different alarm. Some people turn the fire alarm lower. Well, my kid, the, Jennifer probably didn't know that when she was in class, mm, right? right? How are you going to differentiate that? So we made a unique alert that tells the kids, you know, go into action. There's there's a situation. So lock the doors. So it's a lockdown drill, right? Then, so there's a specific alert for. Use the flip lock now. Right. It's beep, 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 flip lock, flip lock. They know. What is it? You, yeah. you, it's very simple. You run into the classroom, you shut the door, you flip it, you drop your lock, you still get against the wall, you still do all those things. But now you know 100% that the door is locked. And then you also are reminded of the next step, which is call 911. And then we have an all clear. Why? Because I've seen it time and time again. You've probably seen it. The police come into the classroom. I need my kid to know that you're not a bad guy. She's terrified at this point. You're coming in with AR-15s, and I have a problem with you not letting them know it's all clear. Whoever's coming in is a good guy. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be scared anymore. And so that's why we created the all clear, because I believe that they need to let the children know. Yes. Period. Because... Mm -hmm. I don't want to see, I mean, these children are, are, they're scared to go to school. The teachers are scared to teach. So now we've not only used our device to empower the children, but we've empowered the teachers. The teachers no longer have the only device to lock the door, the only key to lock the door. That's a lot of pressure on teacher too, because a teacher could be on the other side of the classroom and something could happen. A student should be able to run into action and be able to protect the classroom, not just the teacher. So Anne, have you thought about, so, you know, when I was, I was, I was eighth grade going into ninth grade, um, we had a school shooting at Langham Creek High School. I was at oh. the middle school and mm. I was going to matriculate to the to Langham to the high school, and the shooting happened by a student in our auditory. I mean, in our um caf- in the cafeteria. I wasn't there, but I had many friends that were that were older than me. And so, what is are you looking at those types of solutions too when there are in open areas but still enclosed inside the school? Does Flip Block have any play there as well? So we would. Oh, I mean, the thing about Flip Block is putting it on each classroom. Right. A lot of people are concerned with like the exterior doors of the building. But the truth is a lot more of those cases have been a student that's already in the building. In the classroom. So the the deal is to isolate that situation. Mm -hmm. We really want to protect the rest of the children. You don't know if there's another person. We don't know what the situation is, but we need the rest of the children to be safe. And that's our big priority. As a mom, I want to go, okay, I know my daughter's in that room and I know there's a flip lock and we've had it tested. It's over 2,100 pounds of pressure. Nothing's getting through that door. Unless Mm -hmm. you have the key. That's right. And unless you have the key and then we can also know that our 
children are, are secure for it buys them time because no times do you see a, a guy standing at the door kicking it in they want instant gratification right so to your point auditoriums meeting rooms we can even lock those doors down but i i don't think that we can eliminate those mm -hmm. situations right but what we can do is give the kids a way to evacuate and go lock themselves in somewhere else to get out of that situation and you Got think it. about the way schools were built traditionally you know safety that type of safety wasn't no, we didn't. We weren't worried you weren't about that thinking like that. about that. No. You you go into a bank and you look at how banks are built, and they're very much built with like, okay, we can't have somebody come in and rob. You look at airports; you can't come in through multiple doors. I mean, airports are built, but schools were built, especially like elementary, middle. I mean, they're built open for concept. friendly, yeah, yeah friendly, come and run yeah. and play. Mom and dad come look. So now we're trying to retrofit schools to deal with like a crisis across the country, and. There's more than one solution in the sense that we need a solution for the classrooms. Right. You're, you're creating that. We need a solution for auditoriums. We need a solution for ingress and egress. We also need a cultural shift right. because we need to raise a generation that is absolutely and, and understand safety. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's like no way we're not going to have this on our campus and we'll be right. part of the solution. Right. So you're training now. You're going into schools. You just mm -hmm. did a drill. Yes. Tell us about that. So we did um, the alert. Like I mm -hmm. said, we put it in the school. And when we did the school, we, we did the alert. We wanted to show the children, you know, this is what happens. But, you know, being there and seeing those children go through even an alert that's just an alarm, it scared them. They were little. They were elementary. They were scared. They were running. It was chaotic. And they were already warned it was a, a drill, right? But it's still mm -hmm. scary to mm -hmm. little kids. So, uh, I think when I, I got to experience that personally, because when I first saw my daughter in the video that you guys may have seen from mm -hmm. us, it made me, I literally cried because I was like, oh my God, my daughter has to live. Yes, I know. In this world where we have to really think about our children's safety. And I think it's just, it's unfair that we have to do that. And so, you know, it, it just really, it hit me really hard to see that this is the world, you know, and like you said, we have to do a culture shift. We have to step in as the parents, as the crime stoppers, as the people that can advocate for our children and give them a safer place to go to school because it's not getting better. It's not going to change. I, I was turning my head to it for many, many years, and now it's time for us to step in and for us to go, we can do better. And I'm advocating going to Austin and advocating for standardization of active threat drills in our schools because it's Which is, absolutely is so, so important. And didn't even know that we didn't have something like that. I know. Like can that. you believe we don't no. have that? No, we don't. Every we're school behind the pick. times. Yeah. Have you, do you have a bill that you're writing now? or, or? Uh, We're working with some people to try to see what we can do there. I'm, I'm working with legislation. People there are very supportive. They do think it is time. Talk to T, uh, the Texas uh, board, TASB or something. Yeah. All these other different boards. And we've talked to them and they really think it is time to. There's a standard, but it's the run in the classroom, get against the wall. If somebody comes in, fight for your life. Well, my daughter's in elementary. She's not going to fight for her life. That's just not it. That's not And an that those solutions don't incorporate the tr the real life trauma. The sounds, the screaming, the chaos, the fear, the panic. Well, the environment that you're in when you're trying to have a, 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 a an adult, much less a child, react right. Right. properly. And they're thinking about it now. They're scared. I will tell you last night I was looking at my own home and and you know you know, it's it's crazy when you look at your doors and they have window glass panes. You're like, really? Are those really safe? I know. I, I know. And then I was looking at my front door, these huge big doors. And we have those little, one of those little latch. We have one of these things. We have it's like, like a latch. It's with like a spring? A, it, no, it's just, it's just like a. a like a little flip? Thing? Like a flip thingy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but definitely not. 
definitely wouldn't hold 2,100 pounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what my next solution that I'd love you to come up with is something that's like ornate. Oh. That doesn't look, that's not red. Oh, oh we have that. But oh, you do? Oh, you it. do? I haven't seen yes. it. We have the that. home version. So yes. you have the home version that we were kind of decorative? Silver, bronze, and black. Oh. We have them. See the part. Uh, they're already in stock. We've been actually selling quite a bit. We've just started a TikTok. We had eight hundred thousand views on one of our TikTok from home. We I have love a, it. The flip. The Instagram has been insane with a lot of just the feedback, um, and just having everybody want to secure because flip lock for the home. We have an adapter where you can actually put it in your bedroom. So the thing about home flip lock is any room in your home can be a safe room, mm-hmm. and that's important to me because I want my daughter to be safe in her apartment. I want my son to be safe in his living apartment with four other college rooms roommates right yeah and then i want my, all my kids to be safe. i need my mind my, my pocketbook to be safe for oh, my seriously. children well that's <laughs> like never gonna block them out but <laughs> block the wallet the other thing i think so so you know normally when you like sometimes husbands buy or partners buy their their partners or spouses uh birthdays and christmas presents it's we should give our husbands and partners flip lock i know well my question sometimes we was, get vacuum cleaners and no uh, appliances not, let's give flip lock no. to our husbands and, and i guess my question is how do parents Say, wait a minute, I want this in my kid's school. So they need to contact their school administrators, their everybody in the schools. And um, I think we're going to start a petition that says, you know, we need to do standardized active threat drills in Texas schools. Some states have a standard. It's, it's quasi-standard, but it's a lot more than what we have here right now. PTAs. Get your PTAs, PTAs and PTOs Yeah, because involved. unfortunately, as a parent, I can't go buy one and gift it to the school and say, put it on the, my child's right. door. You have to go through the, the process. Okay. And the good thing about FlipLock and what I really did, because I did come from a low-income school, and that was you know where I, where I, I have my roots and where I want to make sure we support them as well, mm. is it's a one-time buy. So yes. it's a one-time buy. I give a lifetime warranty. You don't have to do a service. You don't have to. So I right. think that if we got PTOs involved, parents, that people would absolutely get $189 for one door. A hundred percent. And then absolutely. we got kids that have $1,000 cell phones. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. No, it doesn't even have to be a budgetary. I mean, exactly. Parents, parents will, will chip, chip in. in. It doesn't even have to be a budgetary item. I think so many parents would be excited to give that to their school. Yes. Anna, I, we love people that come up with solutions. We just, it's such... You know, in a society that's always fighting and bickering and everybody's tearing everybody apart over issues, we always say, who's going to come up with a solution? And that's what Crime Stoppers does. And this is what you're doing. We support it wholeheartedly. We're so excited to have you as part of our family and team and want to work with you to make sure flip locks in every classroom, at least across the state of Texas, uh, whatever we can do to support you. And so we'll make sure to link all your information. So people can find you, follow you, get in yes. touch with you. And um, we thank you for everything you're doing. Thank the you. other thing I want to tell you, you know, you and I come from a, a, a similar educational path. It wasn't the traditional one. I didn't go straight from high school to college or and, and even finish. And so what I would love to tell you is that how empowering it mm-hmm. is as a woman, as, as a human, to see someone that feels like they had the weight of the world on their shoulders and didn't think they were taking the right path to create professional and personal success. And, and it's good to see another woman out there like that. So. Thank you so much. On that, Jen, now I have to say Anna's quote, it doesn't matter where you start. It's all about where you end. I love that. I agree. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being with us on the Balanced Voice podcast. We'll catch all of you next time. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to today's Balanced Conversation. You can find real solutions and tangible resources in our show notes at thebalancevoicepodcast.com. To join the conversation, follow us on Instagram at thebalancevoicepodcast 
and on Twitter at balancedvoice underscore. Stay up to date on Runya's work by following her at The Runya Report. And we can't wait to see you next week for another Balanced Conversation.